Good morning and welcome again to our study in the book of Leviticus. This morning we're going to be covering chapter 16 through 18. We're really going to focus and zero in on chapter 16, the Day of Atonement. We're going to be looking at all that went on there and we're going to see very clearly how this Day of Atonement points and foreshadows to the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Um, the Day of Atonement is something that should be pretty familiar with all of us, but as we look to the Scripture, I want to really zero us in on the sacrifice that is offered, and I'm going to look at verses 6 through 10. So let me read those to you. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering for himself, and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. Then he shall take the two goats, and set them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Aaron shall cast lots over the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for Azazel. And Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and use it as a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over it that it may be sent away into the wilderness to Azazel." So a couple of things going on here. We're aware of the offerings that are going on and we've seen how the burnt offering and the sin offerings, what it looked like and how they took place. Here it's a little bit different. There are two goats that are brought before and there's lots that are cast. Again, showing that the Lord will choose. It is a sacrifice of God's choosing that will do the work of atonement. Um, here we see the two goats, and one that is for the Lord is a sacrifice that is offered. And here's what they would do with the one that is for the Lord. They would take that goat, they would kill the goat, and they would collect the blood in a bowl underneath uh, the, the dripping uh, uh, wound and blood of the goat. They would collect that. They would take the body of the goat after it was dead. They would place it on the altar, and they would offer up the sacrifice. They would burn it. They would take that blood that's in the bowl, and this is, happens one day out of every year. And what they would do is they would carry that bowl with them, not just into the holy place, but past the veil into the Holy of Holies, into the most holy place where the Ark of the Covenant was. And on top of the Ark of the Covenant, there was a lid. And that lid had on it two cherubs, with wings that kind of covered up their faces and joined together in the middle. This place right here where the wings almost touched, where uh, the angels were not looking, was known as the mercy seat of God. And the dramatic illustration was that this is where God uniquely touched earth. This is where God uniquely interacted with the world. And it was the thought was that He was sitting up on His throne, high in heaven, and that his feet reclined and touched at the mercy seat. Upon the mercy seat, then, we recognize that God himself is present with Israel and that God himself is there. But in order to be with God, in order to have a relationship with God, you had to be holy. You had to be right before him. Now, underneath that uh, that lid 
Inside the Ark of the Covenant, there were a few different items. There was a bowl of manna. There was Aaron's staff where the, that bloomed, and there were the Ten Commandments. And the idea was that if those Ten Commandments, if the law of God was viewed at all without the mercy of God, then no man could stand before it. So this high priest would go in once a year with this bowl of blood and he would dip his fingers in the blood and seven times he would sprinkle that blood onto the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant saying, God, it is because of your mercy, it is because of the sacrifice that you have provided that you have established. It's because of that sacrifice we can be made right. It's because of the blood of this offering that we can have a relationship with you, that we can have a unique interaction with you. And you see that very amazing and incredible day representing something miraculous that points to what Christ would do later on when He upon the cross would shed His blood. And without that shed blood, there can be no mercy for us to be seen, not just out, not just through the law of God, because if we're viewed only through the law of God, none of us can stand, but to be seen through the mercy and the sacrifice of the man God has chosen as His offering, as His perfect and holy sacrifice that makes us holy. Not only was that goat given as an offering, as a, as a, a blood that was sprinkled on the mercy seat, but there was also this scapegoat or you can look at the word Azazel there. That word Azazel can easily be translated into scapegoat or one sent away. It can be referring to a desolate place that it was sent to. But here you see this goat is established to go off, to escape. Now, why does this one get to just flee? Why does this one get to run off? Well, it's because of this. What the priest would do after he had sprinkled blood on the mercy seat and had left, he would then go and he would pray over that goat, placing his hand upon it. And he, in that moment, would pray that the sins of the nation of Israel, every last one of them, even the hidden sins, even the forgotten sins, would be placed upon that goat. And then that goat was sent into the wilderness. It was sent away from the camp, away from Israel. And there it would surely meet its end swiftly, very violently. And what that represented is that because of the mercy of God, all of the iniquity, all of the sin, all of the wickedness of the land of Israel for one entire year was placed upon that goat and it was driven out. And so as far as the east is from the west, we recognize that God will do away with our sins. And He does it through the one sacrifice that is Jesus Christ, the one righteous life that was lived, which is in the person of Jesus, that is now given to us as a substitutionary atonement. So I hope you have enjoyed your time looking at the book of Leviticus. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.